0: Coming to you from the greatest city in the world,
1: this is the number one showbiz podcast. It's talk for two. Here's your host, Matt Bailey. Thank you, Gary, and thanks as always to our season sponsors, Axtel Expressions and the Tangent Bound Network. Find fantastic podcasts at tangentboundnetwork.com and all your entertainment needs are at axtel.com. So I thought today's episode was going to be really short. We our guest today is from the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. We spoke with her, legend. I'll tell you who it is in a second. We spoke with her, she was like the last or second to last interview that we did at the Comic Con. We were dead tired walking on cement for 2 days. I thought I thought okay, I only got about 7 minutes when all this gets pared down. No, even pared down it's still like a 13 14 minute interview with the Star Trek Deep Space 9 legend Nana visitor Nana is of course and by the way that's how you say it and the first thing we talk about is she just, she didn't scold me she educated me and there's a really cool story cuz i went hi Nana visitor uh, it's Nana it's french and it's it's really great and it reminds her of of family and that's how she likes it pronounced but she is of course best known as major later colonel Kira Nerys on DS9 now we spoke with her for a few minutes not just about her character and the legacy of the show and Star Trek's 50-year legacy. We talked about Broadway. We talked about Seth MacFarlane. We talked about Family Guy. All of these different things that she's got to do. And She is just wicked smart and wicked sweet and really nice. Why are we airing this today? Because tonight, Nana stars as Killer Grandma in the Lifetime original movie, Killer Grandma. I had no clue. She didn't mention this. She didn't say anything. They all know that I like to air it around relevant stuff. There's there's something coming out. We were just going to do this with another Trek guest or something. I was going to hold on to it for a little bit and, and pair it. But to talk with her and now have this movie coming out that she's still... Working on television today is incredible to see, and I've seen that preview, and she is a badass in that movie. We're watching it tonight. We're doing Mother's Day stuff this afternoon. We are going to be, that is appointment viewing for me, and it should be appointment viewing for you, 8, 7 Central on Lifetime. It's an original movie. Killer Grandma. Make sure to watch it. Now, we we talked with her between her fielding fans at her booth and answering my questions, and She answered everything with all of the grace and class that you'd come to expect. Here now, our interview with Nana Visitor. Nana Visitor, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm great. Welcome to Philly Valley Forge area. you enjoying your stay here?
0: I am. And I'm going to start you off with a story because you call me Nana. And actually, the first time I met Avery Brooks on set, he said, how do you like your name (laughs) set? And no one had ever asked me that before. And uh, I thought about it and I thought, well, now's the time to choose. And I could hear my mother who was French calling me na na-na, na-na. and I thought, well actually I love the sound of my mother's voice. I like na na. Nana. Oh my goodness. So with it oh no, not to worry. If you don't know, you don't know. But the amazing thing about Avery Brooks is within two weeks everyone on the set and actually on Paramount was calling me Nana because he took
1: that kind of care with yeah.
0: the small details. Oh, that's, yeah, that's
1: lovely. you don't. I, didn't, I wouldn't even. That's amazing because I wouldn't even think to ask for a name as, as simply spelled like right. that. Right. You, know? you go. It. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So, Na visitor. That's it. Thank Yay! You. Well, I was going to ask you. You kind of segued into this visitor. You chose your stage last name. What's the story with that? With visitor as your last name?
0: It's a weird story. And I told stories that I thought stories that I thought were more acceptable. But um, I've just recently started to tell the true one. Um, My elder brother, who was named Paris, um, named several people, came up with names for people in the business. And for whatever reason, um, he said, I'll give you a name, Uh, because at the time I was going just by Nana, I didn't have a last name at all, like Cher. I just went, I don't want a last name. Uh, But then I found out it was way too complicated not to have one. So I said, "Um, okay, yes. And he said, I have it on a piece of paper and I will uh, let you use it, but you must promise right now before I give it to you that you will use it. No matter if you hate it, no matter what. And I said, okay. And the name on the piece of paper was Visitor. He also said, you will, you, I predict that you will sign this name over and over and over again. You'll do a lot of signatures, that's what I see. And I just recently thought about him saying that and thinking, oh, that's kind of weird. I do. I sign my name a lot.
1: Well, you're here doing just that.
0: Just that. So that's the real, I didn't like the name, but I took it because I told my big brother I would.
1: So speaking of signing your name over and over you again, you come to conventions it's like you what does like it mean to see these fans personally and to meet them and shake their hands. What does it mean for you as an actor to get to do that?
0: Uh, As an actor, it doesn't mean much. As a human, Mm -hmm. it means a lot. And really what I've learned is that um, it's not about, the exchange isn't about me. They've seen me, they've seen me a lot. Mm -hmm. They want me to see them, to, to acknowledge their existence, to look in their eyes, sometimes to hear their story, um, and to bear witness. And that's what I'm doing most of the time at these events, is bearing witness.
1: Is it surprising to you, we just heard somebody share his story of of what Deep Space Nine means to him. Is it, when that first started happening, is that surprising to you that this space opera could mean so much to people on such a content level?
0: No, because, I'm a storyteller and it's really important to us uh, the telling of stories it's how we understand ourselves and even though I was storytelling when I was doing Kira my body didn't know the difference between real trauma or pretend trauma it was real to my body to my mind to my psyche to the things it made me think about it was all True to the experience, so knowing uh, that, understanding that trauma, I understand why it attracts other people who want to understand their own.
1: But as an actor, you've done so much more. I wanted to ask you because we live in New York about your experiences on Broadway. I know you. I think you did Broadway even before Star Trek, and yeah. then you went and did uh, Chicago. was it like? TV versus stage, and and do you ever miss the stage when you're on TV, and
0: vice versa? I love TV. It feels like guerrilla acting, because no one's gonna wait for you. No one's gonna wait for you to get it right. You gotta do it fast, and to the best of your ability. So it's kind of like zip lining. You know, you gotta be in the moment. So I love that. Stage, because I grew up there, the stage feels like I'm a cougar being dropped into the savannah. I, it's like my, it's, I'm just so comfortable there and fed by
1: it. It's amazing. amazing. And speaking of TV, one thing you did really interesting here, you, you even have pictures, because people know you from this and Star Trek, is your appearance on Family Guy and your story arc there. How did that happen Seth the you personally I know he's a big Trekkie so I'm sure there's a connection
0: there. Seth asked for me wow. uh, and once we worked together he was like oh use just keep using her <laughs> and so I did a lot I did I did shows that it was like oh my god that was my voice when I'd see my name go by yeah um, so it was fun and he is spectacular as a human. Wow. And as, as a talent, I, I can't understand what he does. It's shocking to watch him go from one character to the other.
1: And now Ort with the Orville, and he's, he's divinely. Honestly, I think it's the most wholesome like, space opera, sci fi, space sci fi out there right now. And it really harkens back to everything I think Star Trek stood for. And,
0: He's remarkable what he gets to do and the and you know, it's like he dreams it and it and he manifests it. He's yeah. just it's incredible.
1: Will you go on the Orville that? Yeah, sure. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So uh, it's so much more. <laughs> I wanna know I did not realize this. In all my reading about you, your career, you have a cookbook. I came up to your table and saw this cookbook. Tell us about this. I'm a
0: big entertainer. I love having people over, I love feeding people. But I also love having a good time myself. So over the years, I had my first dinner party when I was 14 years old. And over the years, I've developed a way of doing it so that I can enjoy it, as well as feed people. And I have tastes and uh, preferences in food and the way things taste. Uh, And this is my take on on, uh, what is delicious.
1: Where does that love of entertaining and having people over, where does that come from?
0: Um, I love to gather people together. I love, I come from a kind of large family, and it could just simply be that.
1: Oh, well, uh, well, we have some fans coming up, I think, uh, with the so we'll. Oh, I know why I want to talk about. The, uh, your makeup. We were talking about how that took an hour and a half. What was it that first time you sat in the chair and got that on? What was that experience like? Did it take some getting used to? Or? Uh, yeah, no, I hated
0: it. I didn't want to be in makeup at all. And, you know, little did I know it would get much worse with shows like Second Skin where I'd become a Cardassian. And then I felt lucky to just have the nose. But um, it was interesting. It was, it was wonderful because the first time I put it on and walked around, I, they put me in makeup and then I had hours before I shot. Uh, so I walked around Paramount just kind of wasting time. And the way people started to look at me, um, double-take, look at me closer, go, what's that? Who is she? Uh, Made me aware, oh, this is what it feels like to be a Bajoran in Cardassia. They're looking at me because my nose is different. And it it helped inform me, and it helped make me um, hyper-aware of what are you looking at? And that started started to form my my understanding of Kira. Really, really
1: awesome. And Deep Space Nine is still one of the most popular uh, Star Trek's, I mean, they're all popular, but people keep coming back to those characters
0: I think DS9 is gaining in popularity. It wasn't so popular back in the day. It was too dark, it was too, but you know, it was also prescient. It was, you know, yeah. that this is what we're going through right now. So um, it's, it's
1: timely. Yeah. The one thing the last question I had for you that I would say saved for you. We see all of these Star Trek reboots and new series. Like Discovery is amazing. But what do you think of the idea, or do, do you, as somebody who's been a part of this universe, wish that maybe we could tell stories I've after? I've heard. It?
0: I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something that people who watch the shows want they want to see what happens next not what happened before and of course the that uh, mostly that is about uh keeping younger casts yeah and and that's what they want but you know i think in the future they'll you'll get what you want because you guys always do
1: Thank you, Miss Visitor. I really, really appreciate your time. Everyone, check out Killer Grandma tonight and Star Trek Deep Space Nine continues to be available on Amazon Prime and that rhymed and I don't know how I managed that. That is it for us today. You heard about our season sponsors at the top of the show. Thanks again to Tangent Bound Network and Axtel Expressions. Make sure to follow us and subscribe at Talk for Two on Facebook and Twitter. Talk for Two uh, in iTunes, Stick to Radio. And I just found out we are on Spotify, and it's it's hard to get into Spotify. I think, uh, but one of the aggregates I must have put our link into got us on there so I'm really really cool I'm. It it is really really cool and I'm really really grateful to be on Spotify and of course you can go to our website I've been calling it this for years and I feel vindicated now that we have been having all these Star Trek guests go to the mothership of our show talkfor2.com there you'll find a link to the preview for Killer Grandma and a whole lot more you'll find our episode with Anson Mount and some links to his podcast and all that cool stuff but uh, that's it for me today go out and enjoy Mother's Day what better way to, to spend Mother's Day than with, then with uh, the Star Trek Star Turn Killer Grandma. Signing off, I'm Matt Bailey. Saying <laughs> I cracked myself up there. Signing off, I'm Matt Bailey, reminding everyone out there to keep talking for two. Happy Mother's Day. You can hear more show business interviews with the stars at talkfortwo.com